Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the pod. Happy Monday. Yes, and happy episode after Masa's solo episode. Yeah, Ishka. I don't know how I talked to myself for 30 minutes. Every five minutes in the episode, I was like, you know, I really wish Ishka was here. Like, I feel like I'm like... (laughs) Can you believe that you used to do a whole podcast just alone? I know. As much as I loved it, like it was so much fun doing it alone, yeah. but it's like so much more fun to talk to someone. I love, I, t- I say it all the time, like when it, the couple times I've had to do solo episodes, I literally am like so lost. Like I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's not, and it's also like I would get tired, out of breath. I would have to take a break, walk around a little, take a sip of That's water, true. and then come back. Because there's and no I'm one, like, there's no break in talking. Mm-hmm. There's no pause. So like, what am I supposed to breathe? Um, yeah. So that was that. That's but true. I hope you guys liked that episode. I feel like I got like pretty deep in it. So mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to that, go listen to that. It was a fab slide. Episode. Yeah, go listen to it. I started listening mm-hmm. to it, but I have to finish Ross's episode because it just came out today. Mm-hmm. So I started on my drive today, and I'll be finishing it this week. I cannot <laughs> wait. Uh, me, yeah. Talking about your drive, how was your first time trying Pure Bar? Oh, I went – okay, yes, I tried Pure Bar this morning. I'm going to be honest. I feel silly because I thought it was Pilates. <laughs> it's bar. I feel silly because I got there, <laughs> and I'm like, there's no reformer here. No, no, no. You know what it is? Not, <laughs> not to be mean. I'm not gonna I'm not trying to be mean, but you know why I thought it was Pilates? It's because of how expensive it is. I was like, there's okay. no way there's no machine involved in this exercise because mm-hmm. it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. But um they do like a promo where the first class is either free or like my location, they do like a super discounted first class. So okay. I was like, okay, I'll try it. I really enjoyed it. And I haven't worked out in weeks. So mm-hmm. that was also like I wasn't in the groove. And I, every time I take a break, it's like, oh, like, you know, you feel it. So it was really good. It was really good. I did like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish it was more affordable because I don't think I can afford that at my gym membership. Like I have to choose one. Yeah. I feel like it's a, like one or the other type vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have to but choose it is, one. It is good. It is so good. It was yeah. so fun. Like, I would mm-hmm. definitely do that class again. But I'm like, I just wish it was, I don't know, more affordable. But it was really fun. I the did like it. The workout classes, it's like they, like, make you want to go back again. But then you look at the price and you're like, excuse me? Like, how am I supposed to be a regular year at this price? She told me. She was like, oh, like, since it's your first day, like, you get a promo, like, where you can get the first month half off. She quoted me the half off price, and I was like, that's the price 50% off? Like, <laughs> oh. You're like, you sure that isn't the full price? <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. Like, crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. My gym also, which I haven't got a membership yet, the one that I go to at home, it has classes built in to my membership price. So I'm like, I just mm. feel like I get a better deal with my gym. So I think I'm going to mm. like get my gym membership back and I'd commit to that. And then like maybe do pure bar like or like work at classes once in a while, like every couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. You could also – I'm pretty sure pure bar is on class pass. So like you could always get class pass soon. It's like slightly cheaper. And you That's can do true. pure bar. Like twice a month. That's or true. Something. Maybe I'll yeah. do like the the lower tier, the lowest tier of class mm-hmm. pass, just so I could like do a couple here and there, but then yeah. like focus on on my gym. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. but I really enjoyed it. How many times have you gone? Have you gone a couple times? Maybe like three, four. Like, yeah. Honestly, it's one of the harder classes in my opinion. Like, yeah. I think it's harder than like any. I think spin and bar are just really hard. Like, Soul Cycle kicks my butt every time, and Pure Bar yeah. like kicks my butt in a different way, just because I cannot do the certain movements they want you to do, like the seat work yeah. and like I. My flex, I'm not flexible in that way. And like, I don't know how to, she, they'll like always come and fix me in pure bar because like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I spin kicks my butt like nothing else. Like spin mm-hmm. for me is, has been the hardest workout I've done. And then I also think it obviously depends on like who your instructor is and stuff. But you know what it is also when you go to a workout class for the first time, everyone else, like I was the only first person and everyone mm-hmm. else is a regular and she's like going so fast through like through it and i'm like trying to like catch up and like see what the movement is yeah. um, so the first class you're like the first couple of classes are always a little bit out of your element because you're like still learning the mm-hmm. like all the movements and everything mm-hmm. but it was good i liked it I feel like if once you do like a couple, like you'll start to get used to it. Cause I feel like that's how I felt with solid core. Like the first two classes, I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. This is the worst thing in the world, actually. Yeah. And then I became a regular at it. And then now I like, I love it, even though it's like tough. But I mm-hmm. still like Pilates more. Like I still mm-hmm. like solid core more than this. Like it was good, but like I will always choose Pilates. I don't know what about it is so good to me. I just feel like it gives me such a good workout. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I also like the intensity of it. I like as much as I love spin, I just think it's too intense on my body. If you yeah. know what I mean? It's like so strenuous that I like cannot be doing it like every other day or something like that. Yeah. And it feels like yeah. it's a lot of cardio where mm-hmm. again, I don't know much about like the behind of fitness and stuff, but like feels like solid core is more like small movements like like strengthening muscle. And then mm-hmm. spin is more cardio. And mm-hmm. so it's just different. But you yeah, I will strong. always choose Pilates. Yeah. I feel like Pilates like challenges you on a whole other level. And people think it's easy because it's all like mostly body weight. But that thing like kicks you in the butt every time. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So good. So, so good. How has your past weekend, week, everything like that been? Me and Masa had pretty similar weekends. So we had like a friend's birthday mm-hmm. over the weekend, which was funny. It was my first time going back into Manhattan since I've moved home. So it was like mm-hmm. nice to see everyone. And then we also both went to the Jonas Brothers concert in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Not in Brooklyn, sorry, in the Bronx. Um, mm-hmm. And it was good. It was really good. They sang for so long. Like, don't you agree? Mm-hmm. That concert. It was like two, like, two and a half, three hours. It was like three hours, but they had an intermission in the concert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've never. It's, like, it's like when you go to an Indian movie and they put intermission on the board and but you the come back. But the difference yeah. is they don't even pause it in America. Like even if it says intermission in the Indian movie, they don't pause it. They only do that in the, in, in India. Like mm-hmm. I've never actually gotten up during an intermission like in forever. I was like, what is going on right now? Yeah. Honestly, so it was perfectly timed because the day of the concert, it started like pouring rain and it started pouring rain literally right during the intermission. So maybe a lot of people were outside, but luckily I was like underneath things. So, yeah, like, so was I, I did not get wet, but it was like down pouring completely. Yeah. 
It was crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what? Also, we went to the concert on like right after our friend's birthday, which was mm-hmm. a bottomless brunch, like kind of brunch, I guess, but like mm-hmm. bottomless bar or whatever. And I think that was a bad idea. Like, I just feel like it was a lot in one day. And I wasn't, I'm not someone who gets super drunk. So I wasn't drunk, but people I were, I was with were, and I was really tired because I was yeah. so tired from the day. I was like kind of in heels. I have blisters mm-hmm. from that day because it was such a long day. And like, mm-hmm. I wish we, I had broken that up into two days and yeah. gone, on the sun, gone to the Sunday concert. I didn't even – well, I didn't – first of all, I didn't know they had a Sunday concert because my friend had just bought the tickets and I just went yeah. with them. So I wish it was also on Sunday because I also was very tired. We had gotten there like right when the concert started, which was good. Um, but – so I have mixed feelings about the concert because I thought I would know a lot more of the songs than I did, but I didn't know Me a too. lot of the music. I didn't know – but I loved it. It felt very like nostalgic to see them. But I didn't know, like, honestly, like, 65, 70% of the songs. You know what? I thought it was really cool that they are not shy about performing their older stuff Mm -hmm. and about performing their solo stuff. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like if you were to go to a Harry Styles concert, he will not perform One Direction music. Like, they will perform their Disney Days stuff. Like, they they perform Mm -hmm. Year 3000. Like, it's so cool to me that they're not embarrassed of that and that Mm -hmm. they love it. Like, when when Nick just interviews and they ask him, like, what's your favorite song to perform live? He says, Love Book, which is, like, their Disney (sighs) Channel days. That one was really good when they performed it, too. Right? And so, (laughs) and then they perform, like, some of their solo stuff. Like, I think it's so cool. However, you're right. Like, I did not expect it to be so much of their older albums. Like, I really thought it would be more, like, like hits. But That's it was what I thought. More, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they were really, like, trying to fit, like, five albums at once. Because I don't think they, like, go on tour often. So they maybe, like, felt like they, you know, this is, like, one big show. Like, let's do all the albums. But... Yeah, it was a good concert. I just didn't know a lot of the music, but I was just honestly yeah. really happy to be there and see them because, you know, we grew up watching them. Yeah. I also am really familiar with their newest, like not newest album, but the, like Happiness Begins album, like the one that they mm-hmm. came back with. Like that one, I knew all the songs too because like I've actually listened to that album through many times. But mm-hmm. so the second half of like intermission afterward, I knew a lot more than I did in the first mm-hmm. half. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree. I low-key feel like it should have been two different shows. Like they should have done like they could do like a throwback show in the like and then they should have done like a more recent show. A more recent tour show kind of that. Yeah. But it was so fun. Like, I don't know, it was so fun to watch them. Also, mm-hmm. I just think Joe is so fine. Like, I'm just gonna put it He's out so there. So cute. Did you see that? There was that one moment when he like came up to the camera and like kissed the gave the camera a little kiss. <laughs> Fine. Like, let's just I get know. it. Let's just get it straight. Oh, he had I me giggling. Like, I am such a Joe girl. Such a Joe literally, girl. right? He had me giggling, like kicking my feet on the concert. I was like, okay, Joe, <laughs> stop. Not the giggling and kicking feet. Like for real. And then he shouted on Sophie. I was like, stop, yeah. stop. Too much. It was cute. Their outfits in the second part were so cute. <laughs> their wardrobe. I even like their first, the wardrobe mm-hmm. of the first half. Agreed. I love the way they dress. I literally was in the concert thinking they dress so good. 
Yeah, they looked, they honestly looked so cute up there. And their whole stage and everything was really cute too. Like they had like backup dancers, like they did the whole thing like all out, honestly. Totally. What did you think of Yankee Stadium as a venue? Because that's where it was at. I loved it for a concert like that because you could like see everyone and it was like such yeah. a cool vibe to just like look around and every they gave us these bracelets that like synced up with the music that they were playing so like you know it just like felt it felt like an all in this together like we're listening to the Jonas yes. Brothers vibe yeah that is that is a really good way to put it you know I didn't get a bracelet we just like sat down on our seat and we no one gave us a bracelet Wait, you so didn't see the guys like handing them out? No. Oh, oh. We didn't get one. So we missed that. <laughs> but like one song in, I was like, I'm missing something here because everything is lighting up. And where's mine? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? Yeah, it would have been cool. I wanted one, but I missed it. Mm. it was, I mean, I'm glad I went, but I feel like I would have enjoyed it more. Like, I didn't get to put all my energy and focus into it the second half i literally could not stand up any longer like i have the worst blisters on my feet because mm-hmm. my shoes were so uncomfy and by the end of the night i had worn them for 10 hours straight these heels like 2 30 to 12 30 in the morning so like that is commitment Ishika. yeah <laughs> i could not stand so i was like you know like how the seat goes up in yankee stadium like mm-hmm. i was sitting on the top of it just like resting on it like trying to be present like i wish mm-hmm. i had broken it up but it was such a good time like so good mm-hmm. yeah. saturday was also one of those days like ishika was saying we had gone to a birthday party that right before that and it was like a bottomless brunch kind of vibe and then we went to the concert and then after that i went i went out for like an hour but when I had gone out with some of our friends, we went to a bar and sat down. We just stared at each other with a glass of water and didn't say anything. And then we were like, you want to go? And then we all just went home. Like, that's oh, so you, wait, you went out after the concert? So after the concert, so we had left like 15 minutes early just to beat the rush because yeah. we knew like. So did I, yeah. Be, like, yeah. Yeah. So we left. I took the subway all the way down and there was some of our friends were out on the Lower East Side. But it was like early. It was like, you know, like 11, 11, 15 when I had gotten there. Um, some of our friends went like out, out. But then some of us just wanted to go sit down. So we went and sat down at this bar called the Grafton. I don't know. We just walked to some okay. random thing. And me and our friend Divya were just sitting down. And this dude comes up to us and he's like, he looks at his phone, like, and looks at his wrist, like, as if he's, like, looking at the time. And he's like, it's only 11.30 and you guys are already dead. Like, what's going on? And I'm like, dude, like, you don't understand, like, Sir, how long we had a day. day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we just sat there drinking water and then left at, like, 12. Like, it was, like, a 30-minute okay. deal. Yeah. I think I probably stayed longer than you did. Mm-hmm. And then also we Ubered out. So by the time I got into Manhattan, it was past 12. Did you go uh, out, too? No, I I got into Manhattan after 12 and I was like, "Mm, couldn't be me. It will not be happening. (laughs) I will be going to sleep now. Uh, Literally. I mean, mine was like a 30 minute ordeal with water and I was like, why did I do this? Time to go (laughs) It was a long day. And like drinking, not like, it has not been for me in the past and I don't think it will be. Like, Mm -hmm. I just get so sleepy. It just doesn't work with me. It's like, it's fine if you don't have anything to do afterwards. It's so hard to like do a day and then go out at night. Like, how do you rally and do that? Like, I just personally cannot. I need to go to bed. I'm not enjoying it. Like, I'm genuinely like having to like, I'm in pain. Like, it's not Mm -hmm. fun then. 
Mm-hmm. Crazy. The only thing I like about it is that the next day, like, I'm not hungover and I've gotten sleep. So, like, True. Sunday, I was, like, chilling, vibing. I was like, this is great. Like, this is what I want on a Sunday. Um, but I'll probably not. Yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> you got back early. What else? How else was your mm-hmm. week besides the weekend? Did you do anything else? On Sunday, um... What did I do? I had like a chill morning and then went to go get ice cream at this restaurant. Have you heard of Dudley's? I have. Yeah. So they recently opened up like an ice cream window like a month ago. And they like in the side of the restaurant, they opened up like this soft serve window and it it was so good. It was so good. It was like a soft serve with like like the chocolate hard shell and I got sprinkles and you can put like whatever toppings you want. They had like french fries and chips if you wanted that too. They had a whole range of toppings. Um, So good. And then went to Central Park and biked all the way around the park. Oh, wow. How many miles was that? But with an electric bike. So it didn't okay. feel like I was doing anything. It just felt like I was like swiftly going through the park. I don't know how long it was. It wasn't too tiring because honestly, the electric bike like does so much work for That's you. That's so like, fun. Better. That's actually an ideal yeah. Sunday. Like, stop. <laughs> yeah. um, it was nice because like I feel like I haven't done things in the daytime a while because I was in Texas for two weeks. So I didn't really have a – I haven't had a New York City weekend in a while. So – that was really nice. It was a good little Sunday, and got Indian food after, yeah. so it was good. Oh my god, <laughs> cute, 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 yeah. cute. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. What did you do? Uh, what did I do? Nothing. I just trekked back home on Sunday, uh, back home to Jersey, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then I was so tired. I ended up sleeping at like two that night, um, the night before. Mm-hmm. So just like caught up on sleep, unpacked, and that's it. Like got ready for the week. Um, mm-hmm. I oh my god, Manasa. One of my favorite books, the movie just came out. The over red, the white, and blue. Royal blue. I'm sorry. Royal blue. <laughs> it just came out, and the guy from Kissing Booth, like Taylor Zakar Perez, like Marco and mm-hmm. Kissing Booth. Have you watched it? Mm-hmm. Is one I of have. the guys. Okay. In it, mm-hmm. it's honestly one of my favorite. Like I own a copy. I've owned it for three years. Like it's one of my favorite mm-hmm. books. And when mm-hmm. I heard the news earlier this year, I was like, "This is crazy," and then. I started watching it yesterday, and I'm impressed. I didn't think it would be as good as it is. Mm-hmm. And it's really good? It's really good. It's very. It's a different vibe than the book. I don't feel okay. like exactly like it's the, the book. It's the same they thing. They've made some changes. Yeah, they've made some changes, which I understand. But, like, it, the vibe of the book is not coming across, but mm-hmm. it's actually really cute. And mm-hmm. it's an LGBTQ plus love story. Like it's a, like two men. It is so good. Like this. Ha- like I was smiling so big watching it. And I'm gonna finish it tonight, and I cannot wait. It's so cute. Uh, I love that. Wait. So is it a TV show or is it like a movie? It's a movie. It's on Prime. It's a movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. I, I look like. You always Sorry. like read the book before the show or movie comes out, so I feel like you appreciate it a lot more. You know. And what's been happening recently is, like, I've books that I've read years ago are turning into movies now. Like, it's, like, mm-hmm. it's not that I, I'm reading it because I'm, I see with the movie. No. Like, I literally read this book way before the, I didn't even, like, talks about a movie were even mm-hmm. happening. And then I watched it. And yeah, you know I'm a reader. So, like, my perspective, <laughs> obviously, I'm always going to enjoy the book more. But mm-hmm. I, like, actually, 
I'm liking the movie for what it is as well. That's exciting. I feel like especially mm-hmm. when you're like waiting for something to come out with something you love, it like it's so much better. I'm glad you it should watch disappoint. it. I, yeah, you should I watch will. it. I've been honestly looking for something to watch on TV. There has just been nothing that's uh, catching yeah. my eye at the moment. So I will be watching that. <laughs> you should watch it. You'll like it, I think. It's so the premise, really quick, is the, it's the mm-hmm. Prince of England and the son of the President of the United States fall in love. That's so cute. That's the premise. Like, <laughs> that's why it's called Red, it. White, and Royal Blue. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll have to watch it. I have Prime, so maybe I'll spend my night doing that today. Yeah. I was just so telling Ishika this that, like, I, it's like one of those nights where I just like don't want to socialize and like want to just sit in my room and like not talk to anyone. And I have my moments where I just like do that. Yeah, my room at home is coming together so well, too. Like, I'm actually obsessed with mm-hmm. how it looks. Like, I I don't know. I'm, it's, I've been making, like, changes and updates and, like, getting stuff. And yesterday, mm-hmm. I just sat in my room alone, sat in my little comfy chair. I have a TV in my room, which I've never had in my life. And mm-hmm. just, like, put it on, drank my tea and watched my movie. It was the best feeling ever. I loved it. You honestly had a day. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. It was so good. I love that. How has it been, like, living at home for the past – how long has it been now? Like, two weeks? It's been two weeks. It's literally Mm -hmm. been two weeks. Um, Mm -hmm. It's been good. So, it's been really good. I think it's so different living at home. Like, it's just so crazy to me. Like, not even – I don't know. Not even having to grocery shop and make food. Like, I just don't worry about stuff as much. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is weird. It definitely is different. And I feel like I'm – I'm constantly like wavering between the two. Like I feel like I'm. It's so different for me home versus living out. And I feel like for some people the transition is so seamless, and for me it's never been seamless. Like I always really feel the difference either mm-hmm. way. So I don't going know. It's from been like good, one though. place to the next. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. Also, it's, it's been only good, been though. two weeks. Yeah, it's only been two mm-hmm. weeks. I think what happens though is wherever I am, I end up getting comfortable with that. Like when mm-hmm. I was in my apartment, I was like don't really want to come back like I was like finally getting in the group of things and now I'm here it's been two weeks and I'm like oh my god like I have to go like I'm stuck in between these two these two situations and I, I don't know I just mm-hmm. it's adulthood and I'm just like letting myself feel it because I get mad yeah. at myself usually I'm like why is it so why am I so up and down with my living situation but it's hard for me like it's just mm-hmm. where I am and how and where I'm living I think affects me a lot so mm-hmm your environment so it's like you know honestly it's good that you're experiencing this and you also experience that because maybe it'll help you better decide later on like, yeah. what you really like to and you could say you experienced both totally and you know what <laughs> i've been feeling recently miles so like what what mm-hmm. being home has definitely confirmed to me is i think that like my new york city-ish life that i was living like until i just moved back two weeks ago I just don't think it's feasible for me long term. Like, I just think mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, what I want my life to look like. And while I was living out for the past year and a half, I wasn't intentional about it. Like, I was just kind of going mm-hmm. with the flow. Like, we've talked about the fact that, like, a lot of our friends are people from college and they all are in the same area. And I almost feel like the past year, tell me if you agree or disagree, was kind of the senior year that we missed. Like, it's kind of, like, extended, you know? Like, everyone's still hanging out all the time. Like, everyone's doing all these things together. And, like, mm-hmm. I think when I move back out, I want my life to look a little bit different in terms of, like, mm-hmm. where how I spend my time and, like, 
what I'm doing and all that. So I think being home has allowed me to like think about that and kind of reset mm-hmm. a little bit, which is great. I totally understand how you feel. And I feel like I had a very similar thought like very recently too and I think I really felt it when I moved to Brooklyn because I feel like once I moved to Brooklyn my life changed a little bit um in terms of like who I was spending my time with and stuff like that but I definitely think the first year of living in New York City or like kind of recently it's been kind of just like going with the flow with like what everyone else wants to do and it's like you don't even think about what you actually want to do and how you want to spend your time totally yeah I feel like I, I haven't been being intentional about like what I'm doing with my time. Like today mm-hmm. I woke up and worked out and it changed my whole day in a positive mm-hmm. way. Like it made me feel so much better than I felt. And I think what I've been feeling is like kind of in a rut. Like have you ever felt this way where like the day is like you're sleeping but it feels like one long day. It doesn't feel like a separate day when you wake mm-hmm. up. It's like a little mm-hmm. nap. That's Mm -hmm. how I was feeling. Like, I wasn't feeling refreshed or recharged or, like, any sort of, like, excitement. And, like, I feel like it has to do a little bit of, like, trying to figure out my place at work and, like, all this stuff. But, like, creating these healthy habits, I need to, like, be more intentional. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would try Mm -hmm. when I was at the apartment, too. Like, I did. Don't get me wrong. I did work out and stuff. But it's not just about working out. It's about more than that as well. Like, so I think it's – I definitely – this has made me, like – I knew it, but it's made it more apparent to me that, like, I needed a little reset Mm -hmm. and I need to kind of Mm reevaluate. I felt this when I went to Texas and I was just honestly spending so much time with, like, with myself and I was just thinking. And also it was, like, so quiet there. I didn't really have plans. Like, I was just hanging out with Mm -hmm. my family, chilling. And I was like, I need to incorporate some of this slowness into my life in New York because I've just, like... For example, this past weekend, I have just been – today, I was just so tired all day at work. I, like, physically could not, like, give it my all. I couldn't, like, wake up and go to the gym because I, like, fully exerted myself and, like, said yes to, like, so many things on the weekend. But as much as I loved doing all the things that I did, I think being more intentional about, like, what I can physically do and, what like, what I don't want to do because it also makes it harder to, like, make plans during the week because I spent all weekend, like, doing so much during the week I, like, don't want to do anything. I have been really trying to – it made me realize that I need to balance it out instead of being, yeah. like, go, go, go. But it's so easy in the city because, like, you feel the pressure to, like, want to do so many things or, like, there's so many things to do that you, like, just want to do it all. Totally. So, and I feel like yeah. – what happens with me is I end up maybe putting my energy into things that don't always fill me up when I'm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so I'm tired physically, but then emotionally also I'm not feeling like filled up and, and like full always. And mm-hmm. like, I don't know how else to explain that. So I, I think agree. I need to be mm-hmm. like, you know what it is? I almost feel like I'm ready for the next stage of life, but I don't yet mm-hmm. know what that looks like. And I'm just trying mm-hmm. to figure out what my next stage looks like, but it feels like I've outgrown this past stage. Of the past Mm -hmm. two years, which is great because it's been two years of post-grad. Like, it was a good amount of time. And I feel like now it's – I'm 24. Like, now I'm like, okay, I think I'm ready for the next thing. But Mm – or, like, the next way my life is going to look. Like, the next phase. But Mm -hmm. I don't yet fully know what that looks like. And so I'm Mm -hmm. trying to take this time to kind of understand what I want – what that what I want that to be. Yeah. Yeah. And what Ishika was just saying is a 
perfect segue into what we're going to be talking about in this week's episode. True. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that was a good intro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, Ishika and I are going to be asking each other questions, um, kind of like reflecting on our past two years of post-grad and how it's kind of changed from last year, our feelings, thoughts, how we've grown. You know, I feel like this past year was a lot different than the first year after postgrad. So there's a lot to talk about. Um, yes. So we each mm-hmm. came up with some questions and we don't know what the other person wrote. So I feel like some of them might be similar, knowing Masa and I, but let's mm-hmm. ask each other questions and kind of see our opinion having graduated, having been graduated for two years. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to kick us off with the first question that I have for you. Um, are there any new values that you might have adopted in this past year that you don't think you had before? Wow, that is such a good question. <laughs> well, okay. Are there any new values? You know what? I don't think I've adopted new values, but I've just learned to listen to the ones that I had and like let and kind of let them and not doubt them or not question mm-hmm. them. Like kind of mm-hmm. I've strengthened them, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I've learned more about myself, but I think my value system has been very similar. Like the things that I think are important and all of that has been really similar. It's just letting that be okay and not questioning those values, if that makes sense. That makes sense. What about you? Um, any new values that I've adopted? I feel like I still have the old values that I had. Mm. I don't know. Values are, I mean, it's hard to completely make a whole new value in just a year, but I think something that I've valued a lot is in this past year is being okay with doing the thing that you want to do and not feeling like you have to be doing something just because someone else is type of thing. Um, totally. Saying no to things more. Um, I think my first year in New York City, I was definitely saying yes to a lot more things than I do now. I definitely am becoming more intentional in this past year mm-hmm. with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So saying no is a value that I definitely have adopted this past year. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, that's a good one. And I feel like another example maybe be like, for example, I've always valued – like we were talking my alone time or I've always mm-hmm. valued like like the people in my life and all of that. But I've just kind of strengthened those in the past year where I've realized, okay, mm-hmm. that's okay. And like, how does that look? How does that change now? Or how does, you know, mm-hmm. like how does that mm-hmm. look differently now that I'm an adult than before? Even though the value mm-hmm. is the same, how do I incorporate it into my life now? Yeah. Um, I guess another value that I also kind of incorporated in the past year is spending quality time with people instead of Mm. quantity of time because you don't have as much quantity to be spending with people. Like it's hard to hang out with people like every single day as probably you did in college. Um, So just having more quality time, like when Ishika and I went on our trip with our friends to Martha's, like that was like solid quality time. And I feel like it filled me up for like weeks after that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like sometimes when you spend so much time, like every single day with people, it just turns into more of like an energy sucker. So Mm -hmm. Trying to do more quality time has been a value that I've 
feel like I've adopted more this past year. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, my question. Okay, this is kind of similar to yours. I guess that's mm-hmm. a good kind of going off of it. But what's something you've learned about yourself in the past year that maybe you didn't know before? Or in the past two years, let's say, like in general, what's something you've learned since graduating? Something that I've learned about myself in this past year is I think I was that person back in the day that felt like they couldn't express like how like the good things in their life because I felt like back in the day I was probably around people who were pretty negative so I felt like Mm -hmm. if I ever expressed something positive or like something good that was going on or I was feeling good I was looking good I didn't think I could ever express that because there's just like so much negativity around me but this past two years or just like in college in general with the types of friends that we've had it's so nice to just be able to say something that's good happening in your day and your friends are so supportive about that totally um that is like a huge thing like you say like oh my god I'm feeling so good today I feel so pretty today and all your friends are like hell yeah like that feels so good yeah the lack of Um, competition or all mm -hmm. that yeah and I think I've really learned that it's okay to express the good things and the Mm -hmm. friends that like love that as well or the friends that you want to keep around you don't want friends that you know you can express positive stuff and they like shoot it right down immediately like mm-hmm. uh-uh, not fun totally that's a good one mm-hmm. what about you um something i've learned i think in the past two years is just how resilient i am and how we are mm-hmm. as humans i feel like mm-hmm. these past years have been full of so much change and mm-hmm. honestly that is something that i am not or i was not i have not been historically that great at and Mm -hmm. I think this past year I've really gotten better at Mm -hmm. navigating change and just trusting that things will work out in Mm -hmm. my best interest that was very hard for me to do before like Mm -hmm. I think as someone who has you know anxiety and is type a like just like being okay with not being in control is not the easiest thing and Mm -hmm. trusting that a whatever comes like I've learned that whatever comes my way I'm going to get through it. And just like that confidence in myself that you'll figure it out. You might not know it right now, but you will in the future. Mm-hmm. And that and you, something I've yeah. learned. Yeah. You, I've really seen you do that, especially like how you were when you first moved to your apartment and then how mm-hmm. you, the person you became when you had left your apartment. It's like yeah. you can see the change and growth that you had. Like, it's, like, apparent. Yeah. Thank you. And I feel like, (laughs) like, even career-wise, like, all this stuff, like, I might not know exactly what I want. And it's, Mm -hmm. like, really up in the air. But that's okay. Because I've Mm -hmm. figured it out until now. And I will figure it out. And I didn't, did not feel that two years ago. Like, that gave me anxiety before. Mm -hmm. It's not that it's completely gone. But I'm so much better at just being, like, you got it. You don't now, but. You, you will like yeah it'll work you'll out. figure yeah. it out yeah surrendering yes um, <laughs> okay another question that I have is do you feel like there's a difference between how you felt one year after postgrad compared to two years after postgrad to- yes and I'm trying to think of how first of all you feel older 
Like, I know it's a joke. Like, I feel like this year, like, we all are turning 24. Some of our friends are 20, are turning 25 at the end of this year. And we feel mm-hmm. it now. Like, if I meet a college mm-hmm. kid now, I'm like, nah, you're young. Like, bye. <laughs> Literally, or you go to the mall and everyone feels like little kids. <laughs> like, the other day, one of my parents' friends was over and their kid was over and she's a sophomore in college and I was like oh like I feel the difference I feel the age gap you're like oh that was four years ago <laughs> so long ago mm. like I feel like I feel like um I'm, I'm distanced from that time in my life and I feel like one year post-grad like even when I would go back to our old campus like it still felt like I don't know it still felt recent and now it feels like okay I'm in a new stage like it feels like enough time has gone on that I can say that. Um, mm. I think I feel more comfortable with like having a corporate job. I think that transition is really hard. And I think the first year, and I'm not fully there yet, I will say. Like it's still like I'm still not fully comfortable, but I'm way more comfortable than I was a year ago, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like if I yeah, mm-hmm. like if I think back to me navigating that a year ago, I was in a very different place. How about you? Um, I feel like so much has changed in this past year. I feel like I've – I my first year in the city, I felt like a kid. I don't know. I feel like a kid who was just exploring this new city. Like I was doing a lot of things. And now I feel like the second year of New York City, I don't know. Like am I entering grandma <laughs> mode? I don't know. Like I'm entering like just wanting to – being, being a little bit more of a homebody and that's something that I really liked. Um, I'm also, when you're talking about work, like I was even scared to ask my boss questions when I first got mm. my job. Now I'm like, uh, uh, type send. Yeah. <laughs> Email, okay, send. <laughs> I used to start my emails with like, hope your week is, weekend has been going well. How are you? Blah, 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 blah. Then yeah. I, I'm like, <laughs> It's so more straightforward now. I'm like, it's just, I feel like that has also changed. Uh, I just think I'm definitely a lot more confident than I was uh, two years ago. Um, That one. That one, though. mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I'm just very, a lot more sure of myself. And I feel just, like, confident. And I feel good. And it feels good to feel that way, too. Mm -hmm. Um. So that's the thing. And I honestly think confidence, a lot of it comes with being an adult and like a little growing older. Like you get more and more confident as you grow older. But yeah. Also another thing that's huge that's not really a growth thing with me is that I was just talking about it with Ishika, but like so many people around us are getting engaged and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> that is something I've only been realizing though in the past year. Like I didn't really see that one year after postgrad. It's just this past year. I agree. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. That is such a good Mm -hmm. point. Everyone be coupling up. Like, and like getting (laughs) wifed up. Like, that kind of coupling up. Um, But going back to the confidence thing you said too, this is, I literally thought this to myself the other day. Some of the friends that we hang out with currently, I met about a year ago. Like, right when Mm -hmm. I came into Manhattan, like about a year ago. And it's so funny because I was thinking to myself, if they met me now, like, if they had met me now versus then, I think I would – they would have a very different impression of me, like, in a mm-hmm. good way. Like, I feel like already in, the, in terms of confidence, I was really thinking, like, I feel like if they met me now, I would just present so differently. Like, I do present yeah. differently than I did a year ago. Mm-hmm. And 
it's crazy because like people I'm meeting now, I think probably view me differently in a good way because I'm like so much more sure of myself. I am more confident in totally. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know what? I'm a lot more confident when it comes to men than I was a year ago. Mm-hmm. And then I was two years mm-hmm. ago. Like, I think I'm mm-hmm. like, I think being in New York for a year or two, like kind of navigating that, like that's also like scary. And now like mm-hmm. the confidence I have when it comes to dating is a lot different than that how I approached it a year ago or two years ago. Yeah, totally agree, especially when it comes to dating because I bear, I was scared of talking to the male species in college. <laughs> <laughs> I would literally I like, run away in the opposite like, direction. Um, yeah. <laughs> I ran away from them physically, like really. And now I'm like, I have a boyfriend and I like went on so many dates last year, like constantly just talking to new people, um, which I – I can't even believe that I did because my high school self, I mean, my college self would have been like, how did you do that? Like, how did you yeah. talk to all these boys and not run away? Like, mm-hmm. You know <laughs> what it is, Manasa? I used, and I still do. I still get nervous. I used to be so much more nervous. And you know what mm-hmm. it is? I think it comes from a fear of rejection, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my God, like, am I, how am I presenting? How are they going to take, are they going to like me? And now I go into things like, this is me. Take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel Literally. the level of anxiety or nervousness I used to feel going on mm-hmm. dates or meeting men. Like, now, mm-hmm. like, like for real, like, if I went on a date a year ago, I would be, like, my heart would be pounding. And now mm-hmm. I'm, like, Literally, do I like you? The face that is literally so true. Like, are you worthy it's of like my literally, time? Literally, literally, you might like me, but I don't know if I like you yet. The way I approach it, it's like no more like, oh, what? How, what do you think of me? It's like I know I'm the bomb. Are we yeah. compatible? And I feel like now I don't think of rejection. It's more about compatibility than who I am. Like I feel so sure yeah. in myself. You're not affecting how I view myself if you reject me. And you used to. Mm-hmm. But now it's mm-hmm. like, nah, this is just about us. Like us together and not about me as a person. That is so true because I I also think that's literally how I met my boyfriend is because like the past all the dates that I had gone on if I had not gone on them and I had learned all those lessons like I probably would have walked into that date like thinking like does he like me like I would have been all nervous like all shy and quiet but I like walked in and I was like I just wanted to have a good time and have fun like I didn't even think about that and I think that kind of energy completely changes the whole thing I think we just totally. have to stop putting so much pressure on things and just, like, have fun. And I'd not forget who the fuck you are. Like, remember exactly. who the fuck you are. That's it. Mm-hmm. They yeah. des- they are. They need to be deserving of your energy. <laughs> totally. That was a good one. Okay. Um, okay. My next question. What's, a, like, a, a, a positive or, like, helpful habit that you've gained? Since, you know, since the past year or two, like, is there something that you feel like you've done that's benefited life mm-hmm. in a new way? Some, like, a new habit you've kind of incorporated into your life? This is going to be an uh, alternate take on your question because I think I've always been a very habit routine person. Yeah. But this past year, I have still have a routine, but I don't put as much pressure on the routine. Following it. Yeah. Yes. Like I have my habits. I do the things that make me feel good. But if I miss one day, I'm not stressing out. 
If I, you know, wake up a little late, I need some sleep. I'm not stressing out. My body needed it. So that's kind of how I've been doing that. And mm-hmm. like same with journaling. Like I do it two, three times a week and that's what feels good to me. So I guess like I've just been finding like what feels good to me without feeling the pressure of like you have to journal five times a day. You have to work out five, six times a week and like you have to do this, this and this and this. And if like you don't do one thing, like you're not doing enough. But finding a routine and schedule and habits that feel good to you. That's really good. <laughs> I feel like we both are very similar in that way. That we both are mm-hmm. like very routine mm-hmm. people. And I totally get the like inability to navigate from that. Because I've definitely mm-hmm. felt that. Or like the pressure that com- you put on yourself to like stick to it. And mm-hmm. I, I can definitely relate to that feeling. Yeah. Um, what do you think is like a habit that you feel like you've incorporated? Well, I think I've tried. I mean, I've always tried to meditate. I think I've been better at like mindfulness in the past mm-hmm. year in general. Um, like it comes a lot more natural to me and I still have progress to make. But I think that's a really good – that's a habit that's just been really, really helpful. Just like like living in the moment a little more. Or, like, mm-hmm. trying to be mindful. I don't know if that's a habit, but, like, something I've been trying to incorporate more um, in the mm-hmm. past year. And then, yeah, I think meditating and journaling is something I've always done. But, like, it just comes in waves for me. And I'm trying to be more consistent with it. It would be really nice. Um, but, yeah, I think those are some of them. Just, like, more, more mindful things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and kind of focusing on that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. My – wait, did I just ask you a question? I just asked you a question. Okay, let's do one question each. You ask okay, your last one, then I'll ask my last one. Okay, perfect. We have been chit-chatting. Okay, so my last question is now that it's been two years since graduating – the way I wrote these questions, it's like a story. <laughs> now that it's been two years since you graduated college, is there something that you are – really looking forward to in this third year of post-grad and what is one thing that you really want to strive for Mm. (laughs) that's a good question doesn't have to be anything big but I think I would like to strive for more um like let me think of how to phrase this for more creative pursuits and also like in my career for that I want to chase that feeling of fulfillment a little mm-hmm. more that I think I have been lacking and kind of navigating what that feels like. I think I've been navigating that for the past two years a lot and I mm-hmm. feel the lack of it. Um, and when I do have the lack of it, like it just is, I don't know. I feel like it's, I have a lesser quality of life when I'm not mm-hmm. doing things and focusing on things that I like I feel good about that are helping others that like make me feel good that are hobbies, like all of that. And I think I, I've been trying to further them, but I really want to focus more on this third year. It's kind of figuring out what that balance looks like for me, for sure. And Mm -hmm. I think that's something I would really, really like. And just career-wise, I would love to gain some more clarity. I think it would be nice. I think I'm ready for a little bit of a shift maybe. So just like kind of figuring out what that means and what that looks like Mm -hmm. um, in this next year for sure. What about you? I love that. Mm, I think – I would say mine has kind of been pretty similar in terms of wanting to pursue things more creatively. Um, mm-hmm. I was talking about this um, with someone the other day and I was just like literally having like two, three hour deep conversation and I was like talking about like how 
I really want to make time for these creative things, but I think I talked about this in the last episode, my podcast episode where I did solo episode. I was talking a lot about like people pleasing and how I will say yes to a lot of plans because I feel like I need to be there, even though it doesn't really fill my cup. Instead, I should be doing my creative pursuits, like going outside and taking pictures of my outfit or like doing those like fun things or like going on Pinterest and like pinning things that like make me feel good. Um, So that's something that I'm really striving for is like not people pleasing as much and making time for those creative things because I think about it all the time, but it's like you don't make time for it. And so I okay. really, really want to be intentional about it now because I don't really feel, feel super fulfilled in my job and what I'm doing right now. And I want to see more of that. Totally. Mm-hmm. That's, a good one. That's actually a really good way to end. But let me see if I can find another one <laughs> that kind of <laughs> can bring kinda, the ball home. Yeah, I kind of have a similar question. Like, what are you focused on? right now which I guess is similar um but Mm -hmm. what's something I guess career-wise that you're focused on is there something uh professionally that you would like to kind of work on or that you're working on right now yeah so I think I'm also looking for a shift in my career you know Mm -hmm. I think for the longest time I wanted to do something like I just went into this field like thinking you know this is what I want to do but I'm trying it I'm so glad I tried it I learned a lot but I'm ready to try something new and maybe a little bit different um and that's something that I really want to work towards now I feel like I've built the foundation where I know what the corporate world is like kind of about now so it feels a little bit more comforting to like do something different because you're kind of used to how things are now um so that is something I'm definitely driving for. I just want to see my creative pursuits also come to life and meet people who kind of have similar ideas and thoughts about those creative things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are That's a good things. one. I think I feel like the two-year post-grad mark, a lot of people are like like itching for something else. Like I feel like this is yeah. a... This is like you, you kind of get your footing and now you're like kind of mm-hmm. figuring out what you like, what parts you... Mm-hmm want to explore more what you want to pursue so I feel like a lot of people like we know as well are like kind of figuring out what's the next step and I think like as I was mentioning before like kind of figuring out for me like it feels like this is a next stage of life and I feel like career-wise it's well as well that's incorporated into that so it's kind of like what does that look like um and so yeah I think I just want some more clarity and kind of figuring out what I want the next step to be I think that's what I'm focusing on right now we'll see what Mm -hmm. What about the recurls look like in a year? I'm interested to I think see. It, I think it's something about 24 because my roommate is a year older and I saw her go through this literally same thought process last year and now she's in grad school for a completely different thing. So yeah. it's interesting that two-year mark, you really, you know, you start to get a little more confident after post-grad about being in the real world and you're like, oh, okay, fuck it. Like, let me try something different. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I agree. But yeah, that was a really good podcast episode. I feel so like good and calm and just like really good (laughs) conversation (laughs) I know um yeah um but as usual if you guys like this episode definitely let us know and if there's any topic ideas or guests like definitely let us know I think we're about to have a male perspective on the podcast soon (laughs) oh 
milk perspective. <laughs> I wonder what that could be. So that'll be fun. I'm excited to put that out there. But also, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we did too. Um, definitely go follow the pod. Go give us some five stars. And you'll hear us next week. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.